This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and fluid mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcast, As well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Hello, and welcome to Care Talk, where we answer your health care and health insurance questions. My name is Laura Packard, and I am the founder of Healthcare Voices, but I've also been a patient because about five years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer, and I went through a healthcare system, including uh, insurance denials, surprise medical bills, and all of it. So our show is here to demystify healthcare for you and get you answers to your questions. So please call or text in your questions, and we will answer them in future episodes. Our first question is to Diane Archer. Welcome, Diane, from Just Care and Social Security Works. And the question is, what's open enrollment and what does it mean for Medicare? Uh, Tell us what's going on right now. So right now, people with Medicare can still look at their Medicare choices for 2023 and switch Medicare plans if it makes sense for them. You only have a few more days. December 7th is the cutoff date for the Medicare open enrollment period. So here's what you need to do. You need to, if you haven't already, and you're in a Medicare Advantage plan, you want to look very carefully at your options in 2023. Your current plan may change its cost structure. It may change the providers and its network. It may change a lot of its rules for next year. And so you want to make sure that the plan, even if it's meeting your needs today, is going to meet your needs in 2023. That's hard to do because there's a lot of unknowns with Medicare Advantage, but at the very least, you can see the doctors in the network and your out-of-pocket costs, both for your medical and hospital care, as well as for your prescription drug coverage. If you're in traditional Medicare, you don't have to really worry about changes. Everything is going to stay relatively the same, Uh, but your Part D prescription drug benefits could change dramatically. And so you want to look again at those benefits to make sure that the drugs that you take are covered and are covered at the lowest possible cost to you. Most people don't do this check and as a result end up paying a lot more than they should for their drugs. And sometimes if they're in Medicare Advantage for their medical care and their hospital care. If you need help, there are state health insurance programs in every state that can navigate uh, the system with you for free. Uh, And you can also call the Medicare Right Center, which offers free counseling at 1-800-333-4114. That's 1-800-333-4114 for free help. You have till December 7th. You should absolutely take the time. You could save yourself a bunch of money and a bunch of headaches. Thank you, Diane. And speaking of open enrollment, right now is also open enrollment for the Affordable uh, Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare. And this runs through January 15th, but there's an important deadline coming up, which is December 15th. If you want your coverage to start January 1st, you need to sign up 
on or by December 15th. But if you miss it because of the holidays, it just means that your coverage won't start until February. So uh, one thing you should do uh, if you've already enrolled is go back to healthcare.gov and check that all the information is uh, correct for you, um, estimating your income for next year, because you may be eligible for more subsidies and a cheaper plan next year if you go back and check. So even though if you're already enrolled, you you should be auto-enrolled next year into the same plan or a similar plan. Make sure you go back and check everything and comparison shop, as Diane mentioned. There's usually good deals if you shop. And who's eligible for uh, the Affordable Care Act is any U.S. citizen or national that lives in the United States. Um, uh, you may want to check if you have a, a specific immigration status to see if, if you're eligible uh, and, and you're not incarcerated and you're not on Medicare. So a whole lot of people are eligible. However, not everybody is eligible for subsidies and that's based on income level and some other things. So go to healthcare.gov to start shopping. You'll plug in your estimated income for next year and it'll tell you what you're eligible for. So, uh, get started on that because the first deadline is December 15th. Our next question is from Chester in Michigan, who is wondering about finding someone in Michigan uh, who doesn't want to deal with Part C, a good insurance company that won't mess around with Medicare Part G. Um, they're on Part G right now, but they're uh, changing uh, plans. So, Diane, what do you recommend for people that are trying to figure out uh, the, the best plan for them? So this is all an alphabet soup, as I think you've been very clear, Laura, by the question, right? There's a C and there's a G and what are all these letters about? And they're actually so confusing and they needlessly so. But the part C is Medicare Advantage, the private side of Medicare. Everybody with Medicare, uh, if they want medical and outpatient care and inpatient and hospital coverage, um, need Medicare Parts A and B. And that's whether they're in the traditional side of Medicare or in the Medicare Advantage side, which is Part C. So you need A and B even if you're in Part C. Okay, so now we have traditional Medicare and we have Medicare Advantage. If you're in traditional Medicare, you also need supplemental coverage. And that those coverage plans are labeled A through N at this point. G is one of the more comprehensive plans that fill the gaps in traditional Medicare. They pick up the 20% out of pocket for your doctor's services, as well as deductibles and inpatient co-pays uh, for your hospital care, nursing care, rehab care. So if you're moving from one state to another and you wanna still have um, a supplemental coverage, you are allowed to enroll in whatever supplemental plans are available in that state. Because you're moving, you have guaranteed issue, meaning they can't turn you down if you're moving. Uh, but to get help, again, free help figuring out how to do all of this, you want to call your state health insurance assistance program. Uh, you should just Google for the number in your state, state health insurance assistance program, Medicare. But you can also call the Medicare Rights Center at 1-800-333-4114 for free independent help to guide you in getting the coverage that you need. 
Thanks, Diane. And uh, going back to the question of how do you find a good insurance person to work f- uh, to work with and what should you be looking for? Uh, for healthcare.gov, you can also go there to find local help. They will offer a list of people. Uh, but if you're talking to somebody, make sure that they are listening to you and your needs, that they aren't trying to push you on a specific plan without hearing all of your medical needs and what you're looking for. Also, if they are asking for money, uh, that is a red flag because for uh, the Affordable Care Act insurance plans, the broker is paid a commission by the marketplace, not by you. So if they're uh, if they're trying to charge you money, I would be concerned about that. And also uh, make sure that what they're offering you is a comprehensive plan with all the coverage that you need, that they aren't uh, trying to sell you on a short term or junk plan because maybe they get more commissions that way. So just make sure that it is a plan that offers all the essential health benefits, that it is an Affordable Care Act uh, plan. And also, if if you have any questions, you should be able to go to healthcare.gov yourself and see that plan to make sure that they are offering you uh, a good plan. And Diane, you had some thoughts? Yes. I mean, this is a really tricky issue, getting assistance, because some insurance brokers are just looking out for themselves. They do not have what's called a fiduciary duty or a responsibility to put your needs ahead of their own, which is truly problematic and inexcusable, but that's the way it works. So you have to really do some of your own homework. In the Medicare arena, what we've been seeing is a tremendous amount of um, false advertising, even by the insurance brokers and agents, steering you into plans, steering people into plans that aren't the ones that will meet their needs, don't have their doctors in their networks, um, cost them too much money. Whatever the issue is, it's a big problem. Medicare is trying to take a closer look at this by recording the sales agent's conversations with people, but it's, it's ripe for risk. And so the best resource for you if you have Medicare is the state health insurance assistance programs, which offer unbiased assistance. People do not work on commissions. Um, But if you are going to an insurance broker, you better be very careful about, as Laura has said, you know, what they're doing. Make double check to make sure that the insurance product, the Medicare Advantage plan they're steering you to is really going to meet your needs. And there isn't a better product out there uh, to, um, to get you what you need at a lower cost. Absolutely. Uh, but also, uh, there are great uh, insurance brokers out there. I work with one every year to figure out because I have some unique medical uh, circumstances. So uh, there are great brokers out there. There are not so great brokers out there. So right. Just right. do your due diligence. Yes. Uh, and our next question is from Donna. Uh, who says, I'm hearing the Advantage programs are not as good as straight Medicare. Uh, Diane? Well, um, if you asked me, I would say that's true. And it's for one reason only, which is that the Medicare Advantage programs uh, are paid a flat fee to provide you with care. And they have a huge disincentive to provide you with all the care you need if you need costly services. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't. It just means that you're taking a risk when you sign up with Medicare Advantage that, number one, 
the insurance plan that you choose is actually going to steer, you know, get you covered for the care you need from the doctors you want to see in a timely fashion. Um, and you're taking a risk that you might need costly care, even if right at this moment you do not. So you have to remember that some of the key differences between the regular government run Medicare program and Medicare Advantage are huge. With regular Medicare, you can see just about any doctor or hospital in the country and your care will be covered. With regular Medicare, there are no prior authorization requirements before you get your care. Uh, with regular Medicare, you're not dealing with inappropriate delays and denials of care and coverage. So and, and with regular Medicare, you can buy supplemental coverage to pick up your out-of-pocket costs. With Medicare Advantage, you have co-pays and co-insurance costs that you that are unpredictable and can be as high as $8,300 a year just for in-network care. So there are big differences. You're taking a bunch of risks. You don't know. It's definitely possible you'll get all the care you need, but there are no guarantees. With traditional Medicare, you're in control. There's no insurer coming between you and your doctor. You go to the doctors you want to see when you want to see them, and Medicare covers all medically necessary care. And next, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, different levels of Affordable Care Act plans as you go shopping. Uh, you may see bronze or silver or gold or platinum in some places. And also, uh, if you're under a certain age, you may be able to, eligible to get a cheap catastrophic plan. And so basically, as you go higher in value of a metal, and that's arbitrary. Is silver actually a better metal than a bronze? Uh, but according to the way they're ranked on the exchange, uh, as you go up in the value of the metal, you will pay a higher monthly premium, but your annual deductible will be lower. So if you have, uh, if you're expecting a lot of medical care in the year, it may make sense to look at a higher tier metal rather than the cheapest, which is bronze for most people. Also, if you qualify for cost sharing, um, which some people uh, who make under a certain amount will qualify for cost sharing, and that's where the government pays a part of your premiums. You must pick a silver plan to get the extra savings. So mm -hmm. you may even be eligible for a really cheap or $0 silver plan that will cover much more. Uh, and as you go through healthcare.gov, it should tell you all of that. But just make sure if you're eligible for cost sharing reductions that you do pick a silver plan. And with that, I want to welcome our special guest today, Stacy Eccles Sr., who is the Acting Director of the VA Health Eligibility Center, to talk about healthcare and the VA system. So welcome, Stacy. You are muted, maybe. <laughs> so excited to be able to talk about the VA healthcare system. I forgot to take myself off mute. Again, good afternoon, and thank you, Laura. Just to give you a little understanding of key facts that a lot of folks don't know about, the largest healthcare net world. We provide care to upwards of 8 million veterans, and that alone uh, is outstanding. Laura, again, thank you for the opportunity to be here, and I'm certainly to avail myself for any questions. Great, because I think uh, probably a lot of us watching have a lot of questions, especially if you don't have a lot of personal experience with the VA system. So how does the VA healthcare system work? 
good question. VA provides healthcare tailored to the unique needs of each veteran. What do, what do you mean there? Uh, we know the veteran populations, our, our practitioners know the veteran population, and we try to cater service uniquely to those individuals. How does veterans qualify for the service? Through their honorable service, eligible veterans can receive individualized, comprehensive care. The VA offers a wide range of healthcare um, services, including primary care, immunizations, emergent care, maternal care, uh, mental health care, prescription drug coverage surgical services, and in some cases, vision and dental care. And who's eligible to use the VA system? Good question. Individuals that have served in the active military, naval, or air service, and were separated under any condition that is other than dishonorable may be eligible for VA health care. Additionally, current and former members of the Reserves and National Guards who are called to active duty through executive order or Title 10 and have completed the time for which they were called to service will potentially be eligible for VA health. Also, individuals, non-veterans, may utilize VA health care in emergent situations, and that's under our Humanitarian Emergency Authority. Again, that's only an emergency. So does that mean for an emergency situation, like if, if a VA center is located in a hurricane area, then everybody in that area would be able to use it? How does that work? I mean, conceptually, if that were to happen, we, we wouldn't turn away anyone. They would either come until they're stabilized, and they would be seen on a humanitarian basis and then we would get into space available those type things there but of course we have and i don't want to diverge from this at all but we're, we're very active in the local communities and in the cases of emergency and we have things in place to, to assess those but that doesn't speak to the what we're talking about here the core eligibility but that is uh something that's available as we do as being a part of the government yes gotcha and how do you get care through the va okay Veterans can apply and we try to make it as easy as possible. We want to meet veterans where they're at. So veterans can pick up the phone. It's as easy as a veteran picking up the phone, calling our number at 1-877-222-VETS. That's 1-877-222-8387. And they can, they'll speak with one of our uh, enrollment specialists and they'll help them being enrolled in VA healthcare. Alternatively, we know that we are dealing with a large, a, a large contingent of younger veterans, so they are able to go online. That's more convenient for those veterans. They can go online to www.va.gov slash healthcare, and you can apply online. Or veterans can mail their application to our office. They can download it from the website at va.gov and mail it to our offices in Atlanta. Or they can present in person at any VA medical facility. And do you need uh, insurance to use the VA? No, you do not need insurance in order to use the VA or to uh, receive care through the VA. And so uh, that goes to you You can use the VA without TRICARE or any other insurance. If you're eligible to use the VA, you do not need insurance? That is correct. You do not need insurance uh, in order to receive services from the VA. And how does the VA system work with Medicare, Medicaid, uh, CHIP, uh, the Affordable Care Act, all the other various ways in which healthcare is delivered in America? Right. There's many of them out there, right? So a veteran has other health insurances, such as a private insurance plan, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, what's that out in California, Medi-Cal, um, or TRICARE. The veteran can continue using the VA for their healthcare needs. Enrollment in VA healthcare systems considered credible coverage for Medicare Part D purposes. VA coverage does not protect against having to pay a penalty for Medicare Part B like it does for Medicare Part D. 
Therefore, if a veteran is um, of Medicare age, the veteran would need to be enrolled in both Medicare Part A and B, uh, a government subsidy health plan, and the VA qualifies as a health plan also. So they will be able to go out into the market um, as it relates to that Medicare. And do people get primary care services through the VA or um, do people usually have a primary care doctor and they also go to the VA? What we have is we have, we are a healthcare network. So we have primary care doctors. Once you are enrolled in VA healthcare or you are eligible for VA healthcare and you're known to us, you're first assigned a PCP, a primary care physician. And that person acts as the conduit to all the other services that's needed, as it would with any other type of health care plan. So, yes, we do have primary health care. And are you located in all 50 states and overseas? We're we're located, we're we're strategically located throughout the United States. Not only do we have what we call our our VA medical facilities, we also have what are called community-based facilities. Where there, where there are outliers, we try to rule areas, areas that are, that are not as, as acceptable to our main campuses. We have those in, in, in most states uh, and territory. Okay. Uh, and so, so if a veteran is overseas, uh, say they're in Europe or Asia, they, they probably, you don't have facilities overseas. Or, or do you on naval bases or other bases? We don't have Department of Veteran Affairs facilities overseas. Uh, we do have instances for those veterans that are enrolled in VA healthcare under certain circumstances where we're able to assist them in all circumstances, we're able to assist them with getting uh, healthcare uh, while they're overseas. But we, there are some instances where we're able to actually provide the healthcare, sponsor that healthcare through our foreign uh, medical program. That's interesting, the foreign medical program. Um, so what are some things that uh, most people don't know about the VA that, that they should know that, that what you do? One that we are, we are and, and I appreciate the question you gave me earlier about where we're located. One that we're an enterprise system. So that you can, if you're, if you're home, you, once you enroll, you'll decide where you want to receive your services. And most, of course, want to receive services close to where they reside. But there are times when we go on vacation or for, for some of our veterans that are fortunate enough to be what we call snowbirds. They might be in the north during the summer and in the, uh, in the south during the winter. And they might want to receive services at uh, their primary facility being in New York and maybe want to receive services while they're down in Florida. Well, because we are in a, a network, that is very, virtually seamless. A veteran can walk into any VA medical facility once they're enrolled and say, hey, I want to be seen. And through our systems, we're able to bring that person's record in and establish them in that facility and service them. That's an advantage to being, number one, the largest, and number two, having such a large footprint throughout the United States. So we want to make sure that we're reaching veterans where they are, that we're providing a comprehensive plan to them to, to uh, maintain, restore, and, and uh, elevate their health care. That is the mission. And are there, do you reach all veterans or are, are there some veterans that maybe don't know about uh, what the VA offers? Well, given, as you can imagine, given the expansive veteran population, we would like to say that we're reaching all veterans. And that's, our, that's certainly our intent uh, is to reach as broadly as possible veterans and making sure they are taken care 
they're taking advantage of the benefit that they've so rightly and earned. Well, I'm glad you're on the show so that if anybody is watching and you are eligible uh, and you haven't used the VA services yet, you absolutely should. Uh, can you go over one more time who is eligible, whether they know it or not? Sure, absolutely. Individuals that have served in the active military, naval, or air service and were separated under any condition other than dishonorable may be eligible for VA health care. We encourage you that if you meet that meet that definition to apply uh, for VA health care and let us let us make a decision. In most cases, we, you'll be probably uh, be happy with the results, but please apply. Uh, there's benefit to applying because then you're known to be in. There's other benefits uh, to being in the VA system and having your records uh, and being able to provide you limited services if not the full range. And uh, what does active service mean? Because I have friends and family members that have been in the National Guard. I have some that served in combat and some that have not. What does active service mean? Colloquially, it means anybody that's been on active duty or recalled to active. And that's a distinction from being in the, in the ready reserves of the Guard. And there are still provisions for those folk as well. But when we say active military service, we mean actually on active duty. Okay, so you were deployed somewhere at some time. No, no, no. It's different. No, deployed is a part. Of, deployed active duty is is actually a status. Uh, you can be a reserve or active. Those folks that have served on active duty um, are eligible. It does not. You can be on. You can be on active duty without having been deployed. Mm-hmm. And our spouses and children, our family members, covered, or is it just the person who served? In some instances, we do cover spouses and children, uh, particularly those that were um, that had that were exposed to Agent Orange, either through through a spouse that were in Vietnam. We have we have certain dependents that, uh, because of the foliage and, and the uh, those chemicals that it, it actually came through and it caused some 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 birth defects, if you will. So those folks in those instances, we do serve some dependents. And does the VA system uh, offer prescription drug coverage? Absolutely. Talk about that? Yes. We have a full range prescription drug service. Once you're enrolled, um, any, any, and it has to be a prescription written by a VA doctor, but if your doctor writes a prescription, we'll fill it to you. And we have okay, a prescription by mail. You can pick it up at the facility or we'll mail it to you. In most instances, it'll mail it out just as, just as any other pharmacy would. At a better price. At a better, <laughs> yeah, at a better price. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you ask to sell it, it's at a better price. <laughs> yes, because the VA is allowed to negotiate drug prices. Yeah. Yes. And and again, while we own some of the things that uh, you asked the VA provides, might not be aware of. Uh, even although right now I you've noticed in the last year or so they've came out with uh, hearing aids on the marketplace, but that is something that better enrolled veterans in most instances can get. Hearing aids, um, eyeglasses, those types of things are part of the uh, benefits package. Uh, it just depends. That's why I encourage all to apply. They're looking for uh, uh, health services because, again, there, there's benefits in there that you might not be uh, aware of. Absolutely. So one more time for the listening audience. If they need to apply, how do they apply? We got four ways that you can apply. You can pick up the phone and call 1-877-222-VETS. I'll repeat that, 1-877-222-8387. And another person, a veteran more likely, will pick up on the end and take your uh, health care information over the phone, and we'll see about getting you enrolled. Alternatively, 
You can go online to www.va.gov backslash healthcare and apply through online. Or you can download on the same website, download a VA Form 1010EZ and mail that to our offices in Atlanta. The address is on the form. Or you can walk into any VA healthcare facility to apply for well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Stacy Eccles Sr. Uh, this is very educational. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please keep calling or texting in your questions, and we will answer them in future episodes of Care Talk. Thank you. Thank you.